We looked it up. They're called swarm flies. Around fall and winter, they start to move inside to try and um, find a place to stay warm when the colder weather starts rolling in. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was like, I don't want these things coming back. We get a can of Raid, and I hate flies, by the way. I hate them. I think yeah. they have no place on planet Earth. I The can of Raid said, like, it's not necessary to point directly at the insects. Just... Spray in the air or in the affected in the affected area, and it will take care of it. And I was like, "Oh, there's no fucking way I'm not pointing this can directly at them and igniting this shit." So yeah. I just go out there in the garage, go right up to them, and I just blast the shit out of them, and I just rock their world. And I have never heard anything like, dude. They just start buzzing like crazy, like yeah. a million flies crying out in the dark as they die, and they start dropping. Come out there the next day. Flies are covering the garage floor. They're fucking everywhere. They're really? all dead, but they're everywhere. Close that garage door. Don't think about it. Next day, open it up. There's two flies buzzing around the light. I'm like, you fucked with the wrong guy. I go back out there, and to those two flies, I did like double what I did to the swarm. And I'm just like, you fuckers are you. Dead. And I'm just destroying them all. And uh, the problem's gone. It's gone. We're going to start this podcast. Yes. Um, on today's Force Vision. We're going to talk about a lot of rumors going down in the Star Wars universe. Bob Iger, by the way, talked about putting Star Wars content out too fast. George Lucas felt betrayed by Disney. Also, there's a little bit of an Episode Nine plot leak out there. We're not going to talk much about it, but there is a couple things that caught our attention. And also, the big news of the week, Kevin Feige, yes, that's right, Marvel head Kevin Feige is developing a Star Wars movie. What could this all mean? Well, it's time to dive in and find out. This is the Force Vision Podcast. Back like I never left, boys. <laughs> one, He's back. One, one take, one to go, one Yo, take. come on in. We got the entry to, and the intro and to this Tim Force Vision arrived. Podcast. Ah, Tim, 25 minutes. Past the time he was supposed to be here. Tim, just in time boy. for spoilers. Just in time for spoilers. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, take a seat. Go ahead, we're take not a seat. Talking. Yeah, we're going to touch you, on. As you may have noticed, going to kiss him. That audio quality, <laughs> that sweet, sweet, sweet audio quality that you've known and loved is back. We're back in the stew. And more importantly, our boy Jay, the producer, what up, producer what up? himself, is back from England. I've missed you, man. Yeah? we've all missed him. Hey, doesn't he look svelte? Looks felt. Twenty pounds lost that guy did. Congratulations in Thank Europe. You, sir. That's what uh, that's what uh, European beer does to you. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Imagine all those fish and chips that you have would have, but Im- but you lose weight. It's incredible. He looks great. Bangers and mash. Did you do that? Bangers and mash. I don't believe so. No. no. I had fish and chips. I had black pudding. Okay. Which is fucking it's disgusting. Blood, black pudding it? doesn't sound good. Blood. Yeah. Oh. It's like blood and head. Pork blood. Yeah. It's fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. As always, back. I, he's back. He's back. Welcome back to the states. And yeah. as always, I'm your host Max Leadham at Max Fozzy, joined again by my compadres, the always late Tim. I mean, he's not always late. I'm what are you talking about? I'm just giving him a hard time. He's upset. Tim Trist. I'm very Tim upset. Met. How are you doing today, my friend? Back in the studio. So I was, I was, I was pretty happy. First of all, I will admit, doing a podcast when you don't actually get to see the other people is not very fun. 
It is not. No. It's not as fun. Hey. So it's, 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 a, it's nice to see everyone again. Tanner, I love, I love your facial hair. Thank you. And also, we have like consistent audio quality instead of like all three of us literally sounding like we've come from a different planet with our different mics. I'm sorry, could you say that again? I missed that. T- Tanner's quality was typically really nice, and then there was mine that was never very good. It was very echoey, and then yours, which wasn't very good either. But it was all three different qualities, and it's uh, it's just nice to be back. This was using Skype, good. right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Never. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. Get that shit out of my face. And, of course, the Danger Rush back. himself, Tanner Rush, back in studio with us again. How are you feeling today, my friend? I'm good. Why are you guys holding your mics? I don't know. I just kinda, stands. It just feels nice to I, have something like to hold again. I like to sit back, relax. too loud, you know. Just, you don't want to blow know, it out. He's just, got the levels it's all. It's just nice. Am I, am I too loud? Am I good? You're good, man. We're also I testing put on... uh, also some fun things going on. We're testing some video stuff. Jordan's doing... Jordan. Beginning Are we live streaming right now? No, we're not live no. streaming. I'm testing. He's beginning the video if this whole setup works. Yeah, he's beginning mm. the test. That's right, Cinemaxic fans. We're gonna be doing so. some live streaming for too long. How many of you will tune in? We don't know, but we're I gonna won't. do it anyway. <laughs> all three of you. We, all three of you out there who will tune in live. That, I just like you know. Here's the thing. This is what I've always said about this podcast, and this is what I'll say about the live streaming. Even if like only three or four people tune into a live stream, if that's what they look forward to, like every Wednesday night or something, like oh, it's Wednesday night, Cinemax is gonna be doing a a live stream. If we make even three people's day by doing a live stream, mm-hmm. hell, that's always worth it for me. That's why yeah, and I have fun absolutely. doing this. Sure. So this, you know, this also means that uh, we have to be on our best behavior. There's no editing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, looking at you, Max. That's true. Damn. Yeah, you gotta take it easy. On won't be able to tone talk down about the alt right stuff a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Won't be able to talk about those <laughs> Twilight boobies anymore. No, we can still talk about those. Okay, good. Oh, thank God. Those are the things on the back of their heads, right? Wait, what? Twi'leks? Anyway, Twilight. I thought you said Twilight. I said he Twilight. Said, I thought he said Twilight. I thought he said Twilight. I was like, did I like miss a whole lot of Twilight discussion? We're, we're transitioning in into Robert Pattinson. Speaking of Twilight, Batman. I'm planning on watching the entire Twilight saga for the first time ever in full this fall. Don't just to make fun of it. I actually awful. am thinking about doing like just a thing, just like I don't know. We'll see. It's a waste of time. So yeah. the, this is Force Vision, though. This is Force Vision. Who's the fool? The one who. Uh, uh, Damn it. Good. All right. <laughs> What's the quote? <laughs> Who's the more foolish? The fool or the one who follows the fool? Something like that. What does what, that have to do with what anything? What does everyone says? Because you're you're watching Twilight just to make fun of it, but yet you're sitting down and yeah. devoting six hours of your time. I don't know. To watch Maybe it. I just mm. need to get some uh mm. I just need to it's get like some Mark Robert Wahlberg. Pattinson effect before it becomes Batman. Anyways, you'll this... get that out of the lighthouse. <laughs> that's, that's true. I can't wait for Oof. that. Cinematic. Yes. Cinematic. <laughs> we keep forgetting. We're, we're, this Force has been vision. a while. Force vision. Force I thought vision. this was the common room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, I have a really funny idea about that, by the way. A really funny idea we should do about that. I was thinking we'd do episode two literally a year after we did episode You've one. only had one common room? No, there's been two, there's been, right? No, there's been one. There's only been... Like oh, the there first. has been two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did one by myself, I think. Yeah. And then we did one. Yeah. Then Tim and I did one, I think. So yeah, we should do, we should I mean, do our third episode forever. a year after the last one. And Just make it a yearly episode. That would be, be a yearly An episode. Annual. We'll be back next week welcome, with Common Room two welcome, years later. Welcome to our uh, second annual Common Room podcast. Episode three is literally going to be... <laughs> We can All just write. It's like really old. Yeah. It's like news from March. I'm like, so how about that leaked Harry Potter game? 
was like the one we saw like in January. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys Man, remember that, that Harry Potter mobile game that came out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I played that for like a week this summer. Oh man. Force Vision. Force Vision. Yes. Okay, guys, yeah. let's get into our first segment, and that is in the news. I forgot what our Star Wars version of this section was, so I just labeled it in the news. We'll figure that out. It's later. fine. <laughs> it works. Wasn't it talk around the cantina? Uh, it was talk around the cantina. I just came it's up with time that. For our next, uh, it's time for our next segment. <laughs> talk around the cantina. Parentheses in the news. Don't edit any of this. Just, just, <laughs> just let it roll. the raw take. Bob Iger admits they put Star Wars content out too fast. Now, I should have had this quote up and ready to read before I said that. Let me get it up anyways. That's what she said. I just think that we may have, might have put a little bit too much in the marketplace too fast. I think the storytelling capabilities of the company are endless because of the talent we have at the company. And the talent we have at the company, wow, he says the company a lot in this quote. For the company. Is better than company. it's ever been. And part of the in part because of the influence from the people from Fox. Now, I have always had strong feelings about Bob Iger slowing down Star Wars, the, like the the idea that they were putting Star Wars content out too fast. I will agree with you on one thing, Bob. You did put it out too fast by about six months. Delay Solo to to last Christmas, and you're putting content out totally fine. I don't. I, I feel like this isn't rocket science. You know, I'm not a business major, or or have any experience in this industry but i is this still not the most gross overreaction to a movie not doing as well as you wanted it to you yeah. put it up after a very divisive movie you put it up like without hardly any time really to really promote though. it you look we're not going to get into this greatest selling blu-ray of you know yeah. the year it came okay. out but. it was a, it's still a divisive movie it's, it's vast majority of people bought it it's divisive though let's, let's I bought dive it into the last jedi i, it. <laughs> I mean we have let's rehash. we haven't talked about it in a while so. i bought the blu-ray too because i wanted to see it again but i still it's still divisive but the thing is they gave a like four months to promote this movie and it didn't do very well and it switched up directors and all that there's a bunch of stuff that went into solo not succeeding so am I a little alarmed by Disney pushing these the next movies apparently to 2021, potentially? But also they're adding a bunch of different things, like Kevin Feige coming on board that we're going to talk about later, and they the Ryan Johnson trilogy, and apparently the D and D from Game of Thrones trilogy. It's like they have to start squeezing these movies in faster than 2021, you'd think, unless they're coming to Disney's streaming service. Yeah. So what do you guys think about that quote? Do you, like, do you think that you got they were putting I, Star Wars content out too fast? I, I think. think is it hypocritical given I'm that not gonna there's say, so much coming to the streaming service? I, I, I wouldn't say too fast is the right word. It's they started developing it without having a solid plan because they set up all these expectations with, hey, we're going to do a Rogue One. We're going to do Solo. And it's like, oh, when's Obi-Wan going to come out? Can we do a Darth Vader? Developing all these expectations when they didn't have a well-developed plan of how everything was going to work. And you, you see that with... You know, solo when they kept changing directors and they had to do a lot of editing, got pushed back, and it just, I mean, they didn't have a solid plan. So I think they're a little bit over ambitious with the material they had, but they didn't have a solid plan for it. Yeah, I mean that's 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 fair, but I also say like, why didn't they just push it to December? It makes no sense. There was nothing. That... Um, well, that's Bob Iger's own doing. Yeah. He didn't want it competing with uh, Mary Poppins' release. Which makes no sense. They released like a Marvel movie within two months of the last Marvel movie. Well, yeah, I mean, 
the thing is, Disney owns so much shit now that like it's inevitable they're going to start yeah. cannibalizing their own box office. There's no way around it. And there's no reason why we can't have a Star Wars movie every year. Yeah. Marvel has like two or three movies every year. Yeah. And people aren't tired of it. The yeah. issue, I think, is uh, quality. Rogue One and... Well, Rogue One was fine, but... I don't know. Solo was just kind of... I own it. I agree. I like it. Yeah. I think it's... I go back and forth between it and Rogue One on which one I think is the worst of the Disney era. Um, See, I, I really enjoyed Solo. I, but also... A lot of people did. I'll admit, I'll admit, though... That a lot of the, people did. I'll admit, though, that it the quality was a little off because it definitely felt like a movie that, hey, this was made... Like in a hurry, yeah. Right after they fired a direct the directors when they were almost done filming the entire movie, that like, yeah. yeah. I, I I but I still have a lot of fun when I watch it. I still feel like it's for me. What I love about it is like the first Star Wars movie in a long time to take us to so many different places. We went to so many different planets in Solo and got to see so many different like just parts of that world during during that. And they they really I felt like they did a really great job of making that star wars feeling yeah of like them being like you know with the the cantina gambling with lando and the the mud planet and all that it just uh they definitely went to different places so i enjoyed solo um but so yeah i just i don't know i just feel like bob should just let it roll into christmas it would have done much more money because it wouldn't have been so tightly compacted with last jedi they could have promoted it more um, and you know, marketing does wonders for uh, box office uh, results. So I don't know. I just think it was a big overreaction. It's not like it totally bombed. I mean, it made all of its money back. Did it, it not? bombed? Did it not make its money back? No, I don't think so. Yeah. No, it might have made production back. I don't think it even made production back. But then there's all the marketing costs, which actually Disney really didn't market that much for it. They didn't, like, which I, I think like is they, part of the problem. Yeah, they began marketing like like the first before. trailer was like yeah two months before yeah, the was, movie came out. It was really really um, off. But no, they it was it was definitely a bomb. Yeah. Um, moving on to our uh, next topic here, Star Wars director Ryan Johnson gives an update on his new trilogy. Ryan says, The truth is they're still figuring out their schedule, their game plan, he told Evening Standard. If if it's possible for me to squeeze in another film before or while working on that, I will. For me, I'm totally okay with Ryan Johnson doing a trilogy. Totally okay with that. I think uh, it would be really cool to see his own take on the universe with characters that he's come up with. Um, I'm excited for his Knives Out movie. I think his original IPs are really good, so it'd be nice to see like an original like idea from Ryan not using char- the characters we know and just see where he goes with that. I think he has a lot of great ideas, so I'm excited about that. But it still seems up in the air. He's giving updates, so it makes you think he knows it's alive, but at the same time, the idea that Disney's still figuring out their schedule, it's like, hey, we want to do this, but also... like we don't care enough to kind of get this set in stone right now. Uh, what do you guys think about Ryan Johnson's trilogy? And if do you think it's still going to happen? It's funny. Like ever since the last Jedi, well, really, I guess ever since they announced that he was going to be making more star Wars movies, it's like people are constantly saying like, Oh, it's been canceled. And then Ryan Johnson has to send out a tweet or do an interview where someone asks him, he's like, no, nope, it's still, still happening. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> Uh, but 
if that if his project does get canceled, it's not going to be because of the Last Jedi reaction. That movie made bank. He's a great team player with Kathleen Kennedy. Like they love working with him. So I, it's still going to happen, um, I think. But people need to like give up on like it being canceled or something because they didn't like the Last Jedi. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think, <clears throat> I don't think if the trilogy doesn't happen, I don't think it has anything to do with like the like the different receptions that Last Jedi got. Uh, it, it just there's a whole lot more at play right now, and I think it just depends, like. Bob Iger is saying they're putting Star Wars content out too fast. When are we talk so then when are we talking about this? So if he's like, hey, we're putting it out too fast, so we yeah. can't do it every year. So in other words, we're pushing these films back to 21, 22, 23, and 25. So like, are we talking about a trilogy of movies that's gonna happen in like 2027? Who even cares about something like that right now? And that goes for a lot of the movie news. That's so I'm hoping, like Tim said, someone brings a plan, and I think there's something we could talk about later that might set up a plan. I just it would be nice for Star Wars fans to have something to rely on, something that's like solid that they can set their expectations for. I mean, we're spoiled movie fans in this generation, with tons of news and tons of different things that come out all the time, so we want that guidance. But um, yeah, Tim, what do you think of a potential trilogy for Ryan Johnson? Any thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I guess it's a little worrisome that they're still trying to plan things out. Cause how long? How long have they been talking about him doing a trilogy? I mean, it was announced shortly Since after the last, last Jedi. Jedi yeah. yeah, so it's it's been a while, and the fact that they're still trying to plan it out, um, I don't know. I think that's a little worrisome. They should have a better idea now, yeah. but it you know, be- it is what it is. They're, it could just be that they're trying to make sure it's the best quality possible, which. You know, it was also fine with me too. Because if that if that's what they're doing, then by all means, take as much time as you want. Because I want it to be a good quality and not rushed. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. It, it's one of those things. I'm just going to kind of sit back and not overthink it too much because we don't have a lot of information at this time. And once we start to get more ground and traction, then I'll start to contemplate. And I'm 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 really excited about what Ryan can do. Though you know how I feel about the Last Jedi. There's still great ideas there, and Ryan's a great director. There's no doubt. There's no doubting that the performances in Last Jedi were great. Mark Hamill was gave gave a great performance. The writing was pretty pretty good. Uh, Upon like further review, like there are some lines I I don't necessarily like, but I do understand why he may have put them in there. Like he was going for that Star Wars feeling. Um, But Ryan's a good filmmaker. and again, there was great ideas in Last Jedi. Some I really, really liked, some I didn't. I feel like that goes for a lot of us. But um, yeah, I'd be excited for a trilogy from him. <clears throat> Good. Cough in the mic. Anyways. That was, that was lovely. Things uh, haven't changed. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> moving, uh, moving on. Uh, Freeform had this fun, little, uh, this fun little thing that was they put out yesterday. And it was... Um, Galaxy's Edge Adventure Awaits. It was a basically a two and a two hour, two and a half hour long commercial for Galaxy's Edge. Makes you wonder, like, because I apparently Galaxy's Edge numbers aren't doing as well as they were expecting in terms of like the amount of people who are there. And I hear it's a ghost town seven. for the most part. Yeah. Well, one of my friends from work just went there and he sent a lot of pictures, and I was like, that looks awesome because there's not a lot of people there. Yeah. There is not a lot of people there at all. And uh, that, I'm like, hell yeah. But also, I think a lot of us that goes, like, Disney World, a lot of kids 
most of the adults there are there because they're with their kids. Are their kids watching Star Wars right now? Are their kids watching a movie from the 1980s? Like old Star Wars movies, or have they seen the prequels? Do they care about Star Wars? Yeah. Um, is it do they care? Is there enough for them there to experience as kids that they want to hang out? There's only one ride there, so I feel like kids might get bored. I would love it. I would be there all day. I would just be going around and checking it out. Um, I think the problem is is that families are getting increasingly priced out of Disney parks yeah. in general. It's fucking expensive. It, it is. It, it and is. in Galaxy's Edge, everything is expensive. It's like it's hundreds of dollars for like one of those lightsabers, it's, right? It's oh yeah. Which it's, from what I understand, they're kind of shitty. It's offensively like, yeah. overpriced. It has nothing to do with kids not being interested in Star Wars. I think it's just families can't afford it. Yeah, I, and it, yeah, and like their hotel, yeah. they haven't released pricing for their hotel, but their hotel that they're doing there, like the Starfleet thing, it's, fucking outrageous. it's apparently like a thousand dollars a night. Yeah, good luck with that one. It's like unbelievable. Now I've already like, reserved my room. To be fair, <laughs> and to be fair, to be fair, the ideas days, are please. really, really cool. Like yeah. it is going to be a very futuristic hotel. Apparently, you get your own freaking costume to wear in the hotel <laughs> as a part of your story. Do you get to keep it? You pro- uh, you Can you better be- get to keep it for a thousand dollars a night? No, no, so, we'll, we'll be taking that. So back. you get to like do it's your like own story, and, and they're they're doing some creative things. Like but two yeah, sizes too small. They're getting priced out. <laughs> so three sizes too big. So it's it's very concerning. And yeah, like the most the the best thing any kid would want was to go do their own lightsaber. And yeah, the freaking things like three hundred bucks, and then you can't even you can buy like I mean, a five dollar one at Walmart, and you can't yeah. even whip it out at the park. By the way, yeah. like apparently like you cannot have it out at the park. Like yeah. they'll make you Wait, put we're it talking away. about lightsabers. <laughs> That's and like, those yes. those cool um yes the the <laughs> soda bottles they have that oh, they're yeah. all those orb looking things oh, the, like the you can't grenades. take them on airplanes yeah. you can't take them on airplanes I thought yeah. they so, like, overturned that I, I'm not sure if that was maybe it was I mean but, you could ship them I guess like at a post office it wouldn't be that much but still still it's, it's not worth like arguing with the TSA agent about whether or not you can have them yeah. Like, also, imagine arguing sorry, with the t- it's unfair. Like, I want my Star Wars sodas. Yeah. Like, sorry, sir. So, I'm sorry, I'm a grown man. Yeah, the TSA agent that's getting It was paid. reversed. Oh, well, it was? Okay. Oh, thank God. Victory. Think, like, freaking airports <laughs> coming out of Orlando. We're moving in the right they direction. They like, yeah. have Star Wars souvenirs coming out of Orlando. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I haven't watched all of this Adventures Awaits thing. There's something that uh, I will Avengers say. Avengers Awaits? A, a, adventure Awaits, sorry. I've heard Avengers, too. Uh, yeah, yeah I, it's, I said Adventures, and it's definitely sounded like Avengers, so that's my my fault. But uh, what I will say about this special is Disney has this just incredible knack for making you feel good watching these this type of stuff. Like, I was watching it, and I was just like, Man, I am just so happy watching this right now. Everyone, they yeah. do a great job with it. Um, a lot of corny, cheesy stuff, though. Like, uh, uh, it was there was some pretty cringeworthy moments, but they're definitely trying to sell the park. And there's some really, really, really cool stuff that I want to go experience. Um, but speaking of it being a ghost town, uh, our buddy Chad, who went and saw it, five minutes, what was it, 15 minutes for him to ride the Millennium Falcon ride. He told me 45. He said in the chat 15, so maybe it was a typo. Because uh, I, I asked him, I was like, I imagine the line was really long. How long did it take? He's like, yeah, about 40, 45 minutes. Oh, he said it was 15 Oof. in the chat. That's a, that's a wait. Well, I talked yeah. to him It person, is a wait, so. but it's not like the the Harry Potter ride apparently like is three hours. Oh, the uh, the Hogwarts yeah. castle? Apparently the I've Hogwarts done that. Ca- apparently it was definitely over an hour. Yeah. It didn't take that long. Yeah. But it wasn't as three long. Hours. Yeah, they, they it always, depends when you go. They though, always kind too. of over-exaggerate. That's what it was Star Wars Celebration when we had to go to that merch line. Everyone's like, 
it's like a three, four hour wait. We got That's in in true. an hour and a half. Now it was a pain in the ass to wait there an hour and a half, but we got in after wait quicker than four uh, it's hours. It's a ride that you spend hundreds and hundreds yeah. of dollars on. Wait an hour and a half bunch to of go, stuff. Wait you know? an hour and a half to go in there and spend money. Cheap, but um, yeah, it, it's it's fun to check out if you kind of want to see behind the scenes of the park that you wouldn't have otherwise maybe known about. Um, you know, there's so many different articles out there on Galaxy's Edge. It just kind of rounds it all up into one con- like nice little package. So, yeah, uh, that's on Freeform. It should be on demand. Uh, just check it out. See, they have a. I'm I'm actually excited to watch the rest of it tonight because they have a behind the scenes look at their uh, Rise of the Resistance ride experience, mm-hmm. which is like a ride slash experience that people get to do. So, nice. moving on. Um, George Lucas felt betrayed by Disney. Now. Bob Iger, Bob Iger released a memoir recently. You got motherfucking paid. Yeah. Four <laughs> billion dollars. And apparently, George Lucas, uh, when he sent, uh, he when they were courting him to buy Star Wars, he sent over the script treatments for episodes seven through nine. And uh, they said, hey, we got to buy these scripts. We got to buy this like Star Wars. So when George sent those over and they liked it and then they wanted to buy Star Wars and they bought it, Apparently, George thought that meant that they were going to use his script treatments um, for their Star Wars movies. Uh, could not be further from the truth. Uh, apparently, they may have used, like, they probably took some inspiration from it, but it was a completely different story. So the quote that George from Bob that George felt betrayed is an interesting one. Um, for, me, for me, I don't care. You got paid a lot of money, um, and when you sell your property like that, it's up to you to either like put something as a stipulation, like you get final approval on the scripts, or you get a nice chunk of control over your over the Star Wars property, or you know, boohoo, man! It's like you sold the product yeah. to them. If what any, do you want? If anything, he should feel betrayed by the the guy he worked with to negotiate the deal. Yeah, I mean uh, that quote from Bob Iger's book. He, I believe, says that part of the contract like they were under no obligation to use his scripts they just that they would look at them and it would be an option but nothing about the deal required him uh disney to use that and so he's got nothing to complain about yeah and he sold it so if he really cared that much why'd he sell it yeah yeah i i wouldn't mind to see uh like what those scripts look like. I think it would be fun to do something like an animated version of his scripts or something at some point, do like a what if type of thing where they like, they put his scripts together. Not like maybe like fully fleshed out in that way, but I'm interested. I would be interested in seeing them at some point. I hope those get released or leaked at some, at some time, but uh, I think similar to that Marvel, I think it was Marvel a couple years back released a, a graphic novel called the star Wars, which was based off of like his original script for it mm-hmm. and just what it would have looked like. Yeah. And like Han Solo was like this giant, like monster alien. And it's just how different everything is. But there's a, there's, I believe there's also a art book out there that like brings up a lot of his ideas. I believe it's the last Jedi art book actually it gets snuck in there. There's like a Luke originally had like this big freaking like golden temple that he was meditating in and, and everything. And well, they did use some of his ideas, like the female protagonist. Uh, that was a Lucas idea. Uh, Luke being kind of in isolation or exile. That was a Lucas idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the the Jedi killer was sort of this concept that they were working on with the Force Awakens that eventually developed into Kylo Ren. Yeah. Um, doesn't kill any Jedi at all. Maybe. Um, but, and then uh, way back in the day, I think it was like the 80s, early 90s, there was the, the Dark Empire comic mm-hmm. run, the Dark Horse comics. Yeah. Um, which I believe at one time Lucas said, like, if he ever made episodes seven, eight, nine, like, this is what the story basically would be. Yeah. And that had, like, Luke going to the dark side, but also Palpatine coming back, yeah. which what? they've brought that in, it seems, with The Rise yeah. of Skywalker. And something else, too, with The uh, the Rise of Skywalker, J.J. definitely, like, he specifically said in a lot of interviews like we took inspiration from like things that have been around for years like years so i think what jj is trying to do is like you know there's people who don't like that loudly don't like the force awakens and there's people who loudly don't like the last jedi and they're what he i think what he's trying to do is to bring it back to a point of like of like a familiarity but also draw inspiration from that to where it's original. I mean, let's be honest. JJ has like a huge, huge job to do here that I don't know if he'll be able to completely, you know, do. But I mean, I'm I'm really hoping he can pull it off. But um, I think by getting inspiration from George himself and and talking with George and working with like kind of working with the entire Lucasfilm department as a whole, it just sounds like he's doing more than he's ever done for this one could lead to a lot of great results. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm excited for nine and, and, you know, I'm sorry, George felt betrayed. Of course, you know, he's the creator of all this. You want George to feel good about where Star Wars is going. So I do feel sad that he may not feel that way, but he's constantly changed Star Wars to make more money. He's very much turned into more of a businessman than like some noble artist regarding Star Wars. He sold out Star Wars years ago. Like, if people think this quote from Bob Iger should have the fans like, like I posted that video in the group chat. Uh, The Jeremy Johns, who's a popular YouTube movie reviewer, had this long rant out uh, about this same thing and just how depressed he is and how depressed everyone should be about it uh it's bullshit um if you want to be mad how about like the however many fucking years went by in between episodes three and seven like why wasn't lucas making movies during that big chunk of time why did he just stop you know what I just know by the way you know what I noticed it's kind of funny like the idea of having to wait till 2021 for the next Star Wars movie is like agonizing I'm just like god that sucks yeah and then I realized you literally waited like 11 years 12 years (laughs) to uh well not that long but you waited like six or seven years before and then before those of course you weren't born but like you know people like had to wait 12 to how was how long was the gap between Return of the Jedi mm, to 15. Episode One? It's a long gap, so there was like just absolute. Jedi came out in void eighty three, right? Or was it eighty two? Of Star Wars content, I think eighty two, just absolute just voids of Star Wars content there. Yeah, and so now we're kind of spoiled that we want these movies like all the time. But 
Um, yeah. Inter- interesting. It's my movie. I want it now. Interesting uh, little tidbit there from Bob Iger's book. But yes. Um, all right. Moving on to our next segment. The Outer Rim Report. For all of you who uh, have listened to our podcast or you don't know, the Outer Rim Report is where we talk about rumors and leaks. Now, we're not going to dive very deep into any leaks or things that could uh, give away the plot of the movie or anything like that because I haven't dove into those. I, I don't like to look at stuff like that. Tanner. But Tanner, <laughs> Tanner does. Oh, boy. Um, but there is one little segment of the Episode 9 Plot League that all of us have seen that I thought is worth talking about. So if you want to go in... What? Wait, what? If this is what you're talking about, the way the movie allegedly begins. Yes. It's interesting. When you put it on Trello, you preface it as being a stupid idea. And I'm curious as to why you think it's stupid because yes. it seems like something you would be all for. Yeah, I'll tell you about why I think it's a stupid idea. You know how the movie allegedly apparently begins from that leak? Unfortunately, yeah. Okay. I, I don't. Spoilers. I, uh, yeah, so this, <laughs> it so might be so, bullshit. So, you're going to want to get ahead, out of here. Spoilers ahead. Right I now. highly believe this to be bullshit, and I will, I will clear clearly say why. All right. So if you want to go in completely clear, do not listen to the next segment, and uh, we'll tell you where to you know, just skip ahead a few minutes. All right? I'll find it. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just search around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, from an alleged plot leak from a Reddit user, it's <laughs> about as valid as they come, on Star, Wars, on Star Wars leaks, Reddit r slash Star Wars leaks, episode nine begins with a, um, a flashback scene. This flashback scene has two helmeted Jedi uh, training in a forest-like area with lightsabers and running and, you know, doing cool cool lightsaber stuff with their lightsabers. They rip off their helmets when they're finished to the surprise of the audience that it is Luke and Leia training on a planet together as, you know, he's training her to be a Jedi. And that is apparently how the movie begins. I don't know. I've forgotten pretty much and everything. They start making out. Yeah, yeah then, they do. Yeah, that's and it, hot. They they pick it up right out where they left off. They're turning the Jedi. Han's out of the picture. So now. that's what the rise of Skywalker's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Luke yeah. is Kylo's dad. Yeah. <laughs> Kylo is an incest baby. Oh, yeah. My yeah. There it is. Leaks. God. You heard it here first. <laughs> Holy hell. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so apparently the movie begins with that. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's Why com- do you think that's dumb? You getting more primetime Luke. Yeah, no, it's not that. I think the Luke, like the Which Luke, is all you want. The Luke thing is cool. He's got a crush on Luke. Uh, but I, uh. He's got a saber in his hand? I don't know. I don't know. He's just not like a force ghost? I, I just feel like the idea that, like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like Leia had yeah, like he's been bigger things at hand than becoming a Jedi. I always liked that about Leia's character. She was like a a leader and a, a, a like a you know almost a politician and a you know, general. Obviously, is what she became. And I don't know. It just something about like that just seems. I don't know. It just doesn't. I I don't know why. It just doesn't make sense to me, I guess. I don't know. Also, like, the idea that, like, that's what, like, Luke immediately started doing. It's like, all right, well, we did this. Instead of, like, going and doing other things, he's like, we're going to start training you to be a Jedi. I don't know. Maybe that is cool. I need to see the movie. 
But this is why I don't think it's going to happen, and I Agreed. think it's utter bullshit. Uh, literally, like, from the very beginning, we are not recasting Leia. We are not going to CGI and Leia. We are not going to, like, you know, superimpose her face, like, onto another actress's body. Like, they said There's this. There's no way they're not doing yeah, that. Yeah, they're going to do it. I don't, it's well, a, it would be impossible. Well, maybe, maybe it is a misdirect, but, like, J.J. has come out and said that, like, multiple times. He is not. He, they are going to use unused footage from Force Awakens and maybe some from The Last Jedi to bring her into this movie and make her feel very present. And, you know, maybe he's lying. Maybe he's maybe that's totally, like, not going to happen. I know that that uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter is standing in for, like, to be, like, literally, like, maybe they'd need a shot of her back so she's wearing a wig and, like, looking like, like Leia from the yeah. back. But, like... The it just doesn't seem like that is pop, like that that's what they're gonna do is that they're going to, you know maybe they're gonna kind of go around that though it's like well we technically aren't this is a young Leia which wouldn't have been played by Carrie Fisher anyways so maybe that's like the angle they're gonna take maybe I don't I don't know mm. um yeah I just don't know how I feel about the that opening I I just I just don't know I think it's I like the idea um just because every Star Wars movie opens you know with a ship in space so kind of having the last one be a little different is kind of fun yeah throwing back to the two of the original trilogy characters in their younger days is a cool way to kind of help bring things full circle again at the end um and i just like the idea that leia did some jedi training and it'll help when people you know with the last jedi when she fucking force force pulls herself back into the ship and people are like what what (laughs) Also, it, it, you know the thing that like the other reason I just think this is that's BS is like her training as a Jedi. Then you'd think that's a major plot point for the movie that she was training to be a Jedi. Are they like are they really going to make like how are they going to make her a major part of this movie with only leftover footage from the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi? How are they going to? Uh, I just don't know how they would pull that off. Yeah, it like, could be she she just gives words of wisdom to Ray, some dialogue, kind of like an Obi Wan figure. Maybe. Um, I don't know if it necessarily has to come back, but if you read the rest of the leaks, which maybe don't, because it might be bullshit, it might be true. Oh. But uh, I would say. All I know is that if it's true, <sighs> Leia but that's does allegedly scene. have her own lightsaber. Yeah, which may or may not come into play. I, all I can say is, <laughs> I, it's the only the opening scene, man. But it's just the opening the scene. Just the, I just, I just, so it could, you could hate it, and then it just ties in somewhere I will, in I, the end, and you're gonna be like, I will walk out. Holy fuck! Don't worry. But we're not gonna. I've read, I've read this leak because I couldn't help myself. But I was reading it, and I was like. Honestly, I was reading it and I said, there's no fucking way that, like, on several parts of that leak, I'm like, there is no way JJ wrote that and said, this is a good idea. I don't know, there man. There's several he was stuff. taking some risks in this there one, right? some, no, there, He's going to take some risks, but there's some stuff in there that is just downright bad. But I, maybe you just I, need to see it played out. I yeah. disagree. Like, because I read the whole thing because I'm an idiot. But spoil everything it's for yourself. probably bullshit, so I'm not too worried. 
I mean, the the ending part seems a little incomplete, but I don't know. Yeah. I thought there were a lot of things, and there was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. The, the one thing that I, re- the reason I don't believe it's true, and this is why, there is nothing in that entire leak that says, what's the rise of Skywalker then? Like, like what is that? Like, what would that title means? Nothing. Nothing. Right. <laughs> if, if this leak is true, that title has nothing to do with this movie. It, like, makes no sense. No mention of old Greeny either. Yeah. I need to see that lightsaber again. Yeah. There's just, it doesn't make sense. I don't think any of this is true. There is a, like, there is some big absent things there. They like, there's no way they aren't going to do that. But let's not dive too far into that. I'm trying to forget it as we speak and uh, we're done. Same. So, um, all right, moving on to the next segment and the last segment of the yeah. day. Yeah. It is time for this episode's Force Vision. Today and uh, for this part of the segment is kind of where is that we the name of the episode or the it, podcast it's an episode of the podcast. But I thought it'd be nice to name a segment that, and why I call it that is because we're going to take a subject from the news, okay, and we're going to try and guess like what this could mean for the future of Star Wars. Okay, a la Force Vision, we're predicting the future, we're seeing into the future. Biggest news of the week. Kevin Feige, that is correct. The the Kevin Feige, who has been the mastermind behind the MCU for the past 10 years, is developing a Star Wars film. Now, for you, though, of you don't know, is Kevin Feige has said before, Star Wars is his thing. Like, he is a massive, massive Star Wars fan, maybe even bigger than Marvel. Um, and there's been rumors that Kathleen Kennedy is looking to kind of step away from like what type of role she's doing, maybe be an overall executive producer and have someone kind of take the reins from her and maybe have a little bit more of a, I don't know, hands-on approach. So, Kevin Feige, one, is making a Star Wars movie. What do you guys think that is about? And two, what do you think his role is going to be with Star Wars? Is this a one-off thing? Is this a wait and see type of thing or is this like we're getting the ball rolling kevin feige's gonna hand off his role to someone else in the mcu and he'll just play still a major part but someone else is kind of gonna do his job and he's gonna move over to star wars and start doing some like mcu type like planning and and like you know producing so yeah what do you guys got for those two questions so what do you think this movie would be let's start there what would it be about what do you think they're gonna go for with a with a Star Wars movie with Kevin Feige. I heard there's a rumor that Chris Evans and Brie Larson were going to be in a Star Wars movie. They, I hate that. So Feige, I like Chris Evans in it, uh, and, I, and and don't like I don't like Brie Larson like at all. I really don't. I don't like her as a person. She seems very mean. <laughs> but uh, what? She seems wow. very mean. I don't I don't like her as a person. And a lot of her interviews, she what? just just does not come off like a very pleasant person. So I don't I don't. Uh, I don't know like about her. that, man. I I just don't like her. But the main thing I don't like about Chris, strong words. The main thing Hopefully I don't. She's not watching this live stream right now. Yeah, the main, I like you, Brie Larson. The main thing I don't like about that though Me is three. like just bringing in tons of superstar actors into Star Wars. I hate that idea. Robert Downey Jr. as well. Mark Ruffalo. Bring them them all over. Star Wars has always been like kind of a a space for unknowns. That's what Force Awakens did. Jedi Avengers. Well, like, Mm -hmm. there was one person in that movie that was like a superstar, and his name was Harrison Ford. It was Harrison Ford. (laughs) So it's like. Uh, Max von Sydow was also in episode seven. 
Yeah, but that was kind of like... But he was kind of like the Alec Guinness exactly. in a way. It was like, like this Guinness. classically trained old yeah. school actor that yeah. they bring... Of course, Max von Sydow's character gets killed off immediately, which has been my biggest disappointment with yeah. the sequel trilogy so far. Oscar Isaac was like the... Yeah, Oscar Isaac was a pretty big star at that point, but he was originally supposed to... He was on to, the rise. He, but, he was originally supposed yeah, to just be yeah. killed immediately, so mm. that was kind of like a last second, we're going to keep you in this. Yeah. Um, Benicio Del Toro. That was terrible. True. That is that was a terror. That was you don't like good. DJ. No, you don't like DJ either. That's terrible. That was an awful character. I like Dude. DJ. Of course you do. Anyways, but what do you think the movie's gonna be? Let's get back to that topic. Uh, what do you think the movie's gonna be? I'm going Bobes, man. Bobes. They're Bobes. setting it up with Mandalorian TV series, right? Yeah, you're not. It gonna could see be a movie they... until like I'd say Bobes. Bobes. In my mind, that makes the most sense. I'd like to see a Luke with Sebastian Stan. I. Th- that's that's, that's a, a popular idea. Going I think that yeah. I don't like it. I think that is I personally. I think that is what out of all the things people brought up. I thought that one I made the most like sense it. for him is to do a, a Luke Skywalker. Nothing to movie. see with young Luke. There's not. I've made this argument. There's before, nothing to see but, between. Hey guys, we, we know what happened. <laughs> There's you don't know what happened. We know what happened. Between the Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, yeah, you knew what happened. He fucked yeah, around looking for Jedi artifacts, God. made a school, and then it all went to shit. And then he got depressed. Kind like, of we don't know that. For... What if they? Sorry, I'm just I'm completely changing the subject. It'd be kind of interesting if they had a like Rise of the Rebellion movie. They're kind of uh, oh well. Yeah. So after the after the Republic falls and the Empire is created, kind of like how that all starts. Maybe they get Samuel L. Jackson back. Maybe Mace. They Wood might be kind of doing that in the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is supposed to introduce. Uh, is supposed Windu? to introduce the. Do you hear about this? The Mandalorian is supposed to introduce the First Order, like kind of be right. But I'm talking about after three, before four, oh. before there's an established rebellion. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Because there's not enough content between three and four. No, there's not. We really need to know what was. Exactly going on, but I think that'd be kind of interesting to see. But there's really so many, unexplored territory. There's so many adventures that like that I think that could be done with like a young Luke between Return of the Jedi and just finding out where he's going, um, and what he's done and where what like what he's like training to do. The he's people he meets the along relics, the way. Dude, I remember and those relics. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> where did he go for those relics? And like, who did he meet Planets. along the way? And that would aliens. Be fun. That's all part of Star Wars, man. <laughs> That's like the whole part of Star Wars. It makes no sense. Like, I oh, just want to get, get you know, away from old characters. What if, Let's tell new yeah. stories with new characters. We can maybe... do that. There's like eight movies in development with new characters that we've never seen. Like what if eight. it's a what if it's a continuation with like Kylo Ren, only Kylo, mm. based on how this movie goes? That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there, I mean, there's always there's They've, been thoughts that Ray would get their own, yeah, her, her Kath- own like movie, just like literally a own, her own like spinoff adventure. It, it could be. I too. can't remember if it was Kathleen Kennedy or someone else was saying that like the door is not necessarily closed on using any of the sequel trilogy characters in more movies in the future, which is interesting. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean they're definitely going to re- reuse these characters. There's no doubt about it. I mean they're so they're still so young. Like there, there's plenty. Like 15 years down the line, Daisy Ridley is gonna be like 38, 39, and she's older than that. She's probably like 40 something. But it's like you know, I think she's younger than me. It's she's got. I mean, all of them are still so young that they could definitely come back for way more, way more movies. Um, I would be just like Mark Hamill came back for this. It's even more likely because they're gonna come back younger than Mark Hamill had to come back for his. She's 27. 
So oh, same age. Yeah. Uh, there. Yeah. I I think that's I think it's that. But yeah, I actually I'm with you. I think Kevin could be looking at doing something like a Luke Skywalker movie, especially with how know, many people have called it. for Sebastian Stan to be like a young Luke. It would be interesting. I'll be I'll be down to see that. Just kind of seeing Luke become. It'd be kind of cool too if they made a movie focused on a character that's not on the light side, like on the mm. dark side. Maybe a kind of like what they did. Did they do that with the video game, right? Didn't they focus on the Battlefront Two? You, you play as an yeah. imperial character, yeah. But they still. She but she switches sides. Good. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. Oh, okay. I think. I mean, I, it goes back to like the old Republic, like a, you know, a Nihilus or a Revan or Malak would be really interesting. Or Bane. Yeah. Darth Bane. Yeah. What do you think could be Kevin's movie? Dude, I have no idea. Like, it's all, there's nothing to go off. Any one of these projects in development could be anything. Yeah. Like, um, it'll probably be fun. I just think like knowing Kevin, it's fun. It's, yeah. knowing Feige is gonna want to. Yeah. If he if you think he's gonna make that transition, yeah. and take over the reins, like he's gonna want to start something that's gonna last. Yeah. Well, and I I think that. So you're looking at. I don't think. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna stay around a long time. I think this is gonna be a one off. But if he does, like I don't think it's gonna be an old character movie. See, I feel like the one thing yeah. that would I, I Kevin Kevin has said, you know, he's he's such a big Star Wars guy. I feel like the, there's one thing that would draw him to doing a Star Wars movie would be to go over a character that he's always found that he's always loved and he wants to do something about this character that hasn't been done before. So I think that's why like I that's why I think, you know, maybe a Boba Fett movie makes sense. That's why a Luke Skywalker movie makes sense. That's Phasma. why Sure. Like it literally Phasma any, and Boba Fett team up and then uh die a really stupid death again at the end of yes. the movie. That Another Sarlacc pit. Yeah. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting, but, uh, for, for, I actually, I think different, I, I don't think this is going to be one off. I think this is going to be, um, yeah, people can't hear me pointing at you, mm-hmm. but there was also a bit of official news today. Uh, we saw the first image of a new character named Babu Frick. Yeah. Who's a little, Wait, what? little, yeah. uh, monkey type character mm-hmm. that I guess makes droids. Yeah. What if it's a Babu Frick movie? <laughs> You know, that makes perfect sense. And I think that's the exact the rise direction of, it needs to go. The rise of Frick. The rise of Bob. The rise of Frick. The movie's called <laughs> Ah, Frick. Ah, Frick. Here we go again. <laughs> yes. Ah, Frick. Here we go again. It's Star Wars story. Except, except where it, like, it usually says All a Star right. Wars story. It's just Ah, Frick. Here we go again. You freaking Fricks. It starts. It's when been a Frickless time. But Babu has returned. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, but I think I'm going to think I'm going to say the opposite of Jordan though, on where Kevin Feige is going to go in this. I think this is actually his first, I think it's, <laughs> I think it is. He's a cute I, little guy. I had to look it up. I, I think this is a first step into a larger world for Kevin. I think this makes a sense. I think he's still going to be very involved in the MCU, but I think he's wanting to kind of do what he did for the MCU for Star Wars and kind of give him a direction and, and I don't know, come up with. Just I, I think the opportunity for him to have that type of role that he had at MCU at Star Wars with Lucasfilm is something he couldn't pass up. So I think this is maybe uh, I, I don't know if it's guaranteed. It might be like, let's see how you do with one movie and then we'll talk about this afterwards. It, I think that's it. 
I don't think it's in set in stone, but I very much think that's what he, he his plans could be. I, I mean, I understand he's done all he can do at the MCU, and he can do much more. And he just got writes back to a lot of very popular characters. But yeah, Faggy's got his work cut out yeah. for him with Marvel but still it, going. Yeah, forward. but at some point, you yeah. just wonder is like, am I ready to do something else? Um, and you just yeah, you just gotta wonder. You gotta wonder. So, what do you guys think Kevin's role is gonna be? Is this like a first step or I, no? He might develop movies every now and then. I think again, there was an article on IGN where someone was proposing that he's taking over from. Kathleen Kennedy when her contract expires in 2021 mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not saying the author of this article feels this way but I think there is still a, sort of circles on the internet who would love that because they just hate Kathleen Kennedy for some reason um, you're just gonna have to live with the fact some people don't like The Last Jedi Tanner that's some fine point, but also <laughs> I think you'll have to live I with think it. there's a lot of misogynistic roots in the hate she gets and I think no, it's sure wishful thinking that yeah. you know yeah, there's idiots Kevin Feige the man takes over their precious Star Wars movies I think that's a big part of that wishful thinking yeah. I hope Kathleen Kennedy sticks around I think she's doing a great job I think Kathleen's a really nice girl She's and, a great producer. Uh, and she's uh, been around for a long time in Hollywood. And uh, I literally have no problem with her at all. So I don't know. I mean, I, that, I think that's the least of anyone's worries, really, is like Kathleen Kennedy. So I think it's mm. people blame, blame Kathleen Kennedy for anything. I think a lot do. Yeah, they might. They don't make any sense. But yeah. I think that's going to do it for today's Force Vision. Back in the studio. Felt really good to be here and uh, discuss Star Wars with you boys once again, face-to-face. Um, as you guys know, you can reach us on Instagram, Twitter, and Google. You can also download the Anchor app and leave us a little message. Ask us a question. Ask us to cover a topic. You know, please, someone, use that feature. It's fun. And we'd like to... Uh, why'd you wink at me? And we'd like to uh, put you in. We'll patch you into the show. And it'll be a lot of fun. But Star Wars rom-com. It could be that could be oh. it. Yeah, a little. Uh, We're talking like Vision and. Yeah, like, like a Wand Division for Star Wars between Luke and Leia. Yes. Mm. Back to the incest. <laughs> between <laughs> no, between Boba Fett and the Sarlacc. I've told you, uh, you know, the sequel trilogy. She be, tried to eat it. him. It's Star Wars he for got the out. Game of Thrones generation, and <laughs> it means incest. Back for more. Yeah. <laughs> but he went back to, to go back inside. Boba and Sarlacc. The Sarlacc actually apparently died when Jabba's sail barge blew up. And that's why people think Boba lived. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, let's wrap this up. Wink, wink. Uh, for my compadres, uh, Tim Reichmuth at Tim Trist on Instagram and Letterboxd, and my friend Danger Rush at uh, uh, Tanner Rush at Danger Rush on Letterboxd and Instagram. You should change your first name to Danger. Might as well. You should. I am your host, Max Lita, Matt Max Fozzi. You can find me on Instagram and Letterboxd, where we'll be updating all the movies we see and reviewing them. Thank you guys so much again for listening to the latest episode of Force Vision. We will see you next time when more Star Wars news comes out that we can talk about and have a lot of fun. Hopefully we get a trailer soon. May the Force be with you. What? Tanner. It's just some last-second news I was excited about. The person who's writing the Obi-Wan series wrote Drive. Oh, so that's cool. <gasps> yes, I love that movie. So, may the force be with you, <laughs> always. <laughs> Adios. Later.